Welcome back to another exciting adventure in $2 Creature Feature, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast that asks the question. And with me today is my wonderful cast. <laughs> Why are you messing with us so early, Ray? We're all very ramped up. I don't know. I thought of that bit like earlier and I was like, oh, I should ask like a really fun question. I just couldn't think of anything. So... <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> All right, we can trust nothing today. <laughs> <laughs> you can trust your friend. No, oh my God. No, I, oh. I don't think I, I can trust mm. any of my friends right now. <laughs> oh, man. Cass, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? <laughs> there we go. Oh, we're doing good. We're doing real good today. Doing great. Yep. I'm Laura. She, her. I am playing Tammy Jo Marple. She, her. Who... For the moment, remains your hometown home finder, and we'll s- see what she is by the end of the episode. Oh, oh God! Okay, I'm gonna do this intro quick. We gotta figure this out. Hey, I'm Megan. She, her. I play Zelda. Also, she, her, who is just coming with Jackson to help Tammy. I'm very worried. And uh, I'm Nye. I play Eric. We both use he/him pronouns. And yeah, he is far away from any of these problems, as always safe as a baby in a baby carrying device in fairness he is suffering immense emotional damage right yeah, now exactly. so if this was call of cthulhu it's okay. have taken side down yeah. whoever the fuck it's sanity yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. good yeah. old sanity who needs it hold you back exactly i play it differently than other people <laughs> you just take a hundred percent cthulhu lore and you're just like yeah he likes tiny quiches what yeah, prepare <laughs> tiny quiches for him. Well, how tiny is tiny? Well, they're usually the size of Arizona. Oh, so that tiny. But yeah. for him, they're tiny. Yeah, they're tiny. Yeah. yeah. I'm Mr. Ray, and I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing the rest of the world, so, you know, those pronouns are prone to change. So, if this is your first time joining us, or, you know, if it's been two weeks since our last episode, let me catch you up to speed. Zelda met up with the Midnighters, and exchanged some information with some of the locals. And that's whenever Jackson told her that the reason why he left the hospital was because he had a vision of his a demon wearing his uncle's face. Well, I think he described it as a mask, but he, you get the picture. Um, and Zelda was like, oh, I know what that means. Let's go. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Beep, bop, boop, bop, boop, bop, boop. Ring, ring. And Tammy didn't pick up. Yeah. So Zelda and Jackson... Went to go help Tammy. Eric had a very good heart-to-heart moment with Herschel, where Herschel told Eric that Carl gave him the winning lotto tickets. Eric went to the bathroom and had some time to himself and talked to his book, as you do. He and Merlin had a really good heart-to-heart. And whenever Eric got out, he told Brock to go ahead and go to Tammy Joe's house. And, uh, yeah. Then we had Tammy Joe and Mr. Friend meeting face to face. And Tammy Joe appealed to Mr. Friend's vanity and just let him talk. And Mr. Friend revealed that out in front of the house was Viren waiting by his car. And about that time, Zelda and Jackson showed up. Zelda hit Viren's car and hit him via his car. And sent him sprawling onto the front lawn. <laughs> and then Brock showed up. 
And I had forgotten that last little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. You, his whole thing is that he's so cool, and you just hit him with his own car, with your car. Because <laughs> she doesn't care about her car; it's a hatchback. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hand me down uh, from her sisters. <laughs> Brock showed up and got out of his security Bronco and took off his shirt, as he's prone to do. And um, both Brock and Viren took their other shapes, Viren being a werewolf and Brock being a chimera. So let's go ahead and start. <laughs> Brock charges directly at Viren, and you hear the sound of just, like, it's it's a colossal slam of meat against meat um brock's ram head it's oh god <laughs> oh my i, I can Oop. put sensual music on if you want, right? right yeah we'll, we'll put that in the post. I've, I've been waiting for this fight for weeks and so far a, a plus no notes Amen. A plus yeah yeah, so Brock's ram head just hits Viren right in the gut, and Viren's claws are tearing at Brock's chimera flesh, and Brock's lion head bites into Viren's side, and Viren howls out in pain, and Jackson looks at Zelda and says, so uh, what's our play? Oh. Okay, yeah, okay. So, I mean, we definitely want to get in there with your aunt. I mean, I know she has this can, under control. Tammy always has things under control. I'm not worried about your aunt. I'm worried about other stuff we have in there. Here, I'm going to try something first to to help. Um, oh, hi, that's Brock, and that's Viren. Brock is on our side. Viren, up until five minutes ago, was also on our side. But I'm starting to be suspicious. We're going to try to get in there, but let me try something first. And since Zelda has seen Tammy do this several times, she would like to try to use magic to, like, contain Viren, like, to keep okay. him in a place. And then maybe, you know, Brock can just, like, I'd be beat him into the ground like a nail. That's okay. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. So she's going to try. She's like, okay, so I'm going to use magic, Jackson. I don't know if you've seen this before, but, I mean, now it's it's time to learn what this looks like. When your aunt does it, it's much cooler, and I apologize that this is just going to be okay. And she's going to concentrate real hard, and she's almost trying to copy what Tammy does, but she doesn't get the green stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it looks a little different, but she's trying real hard. Okay, let's see. That's five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Okay, on a seven and nine, you get to choose a glitch. For those glitches. Let's see. No, she doesn't want to embarrass herself in front of Jackson, but okay. Hmm. You know what? Uh, She's just going to take harm. Okay. Uh, does this harm ignore armor? Yes. That's okay. She'll take it anyway. That's all right. She doesn't want anyone else to get hurt. How does this harm manifest? I, I think, I think, I think this. I, I think this. Uh, she's like doing extra magic fingers. Mm -hmm. Like she's trying a little too hard. I think she's maybe not showing off, but trying to teach what magic looks like so hard that I almost feel like uh, she gets almost like strain in her fingers. Like it's almost like you hear a little pop Ooh, on one of uh, them. She's like, oh, duh, just, Jackson, remember, uh, magic has a cost. Oh, God, that really hurts. I, I don't think I want to do magic. Okay, I mean, that's, it's good. It's a personal choice. It's really a personal choice. Mwah. What does your magic look like? What, 
Like, is there any special color of aura or anything like that? Almost like sparkly. Like, it, it, it's very pretty magic. She would love for it to be intense, you know, scary magic. But I think instead it's almost like this little, like, sparkle cloud that, like, circles around Viren. It's very Sailor Moon. So part of her injury is also, like, psychic. Oh, also <laughs> magic. That's that Magic doesn't always look like that. It's it still works though. Viren just getting like suplexed by a rainbow. <laughs> yeah, there might be a few hearts in there. She's like, shit. Yeah, I think it manifests around Viren just as Brock rakes him with his claws, and he steps back as this like cloud surrounds him, and one of Brock's heads says, "Go." Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, now our next plan, Jackson, is we got We got to get into that house. But it's the goat half that goes go. <laughs> Also, don't laugh, Jackson. I mean, it is funny. But, okay. She wants to see if she can, like, look in a window first. Okay. So she'll be kind of do that whole, like, okay, okay, we got to assess the situation first. This is what my family used to do. I mean, also, sometimes we would just run into places, but I don't think that's smart for us. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. Okay, okay, cool. All right, we're going to sneak up. Kind of like. So you all look into the window, and the camera pans through it into the house. And Tammy, um, it's you and Mr. Friend in the kitchen, and he's still holding on to the skull, and he's just told you his plan. Two things, I guess. How much noise is there from outside at this point? I know Timmy looked out and saw that, saw before that Viren was outside waiting. Yeah. Has she been able to hear this? Oh, absolutely. Crash and scuffle and so on. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. The window that Zelda and Jackson look in, would would she, would she reasonably be able to tell that it's Zelda and Jackson out there at this point, either through the window or by hearing them? I think it would be reasonable because Zelda has very remarkable white hair. <laughs> just, then... just, just like, a, like a tuft of it in the window. <laughs> because <laughs> well, I, I i figure you guys are like peeking your heads up like just oh, like kind of oh yeah we have to see feel. yeah or like half of your like just your eyes are, are over the edge so and i figure tammy joe knows her nephew yes all right so tammy joe is going to see this and first again try to keep keep arnold friend distracted and talking the, the same way she has been where like she's trying to do and think other things and just like keep him yammering mm-hmm. <laughs> but while she does that <laughs> i think she sort of just says i think she'll even try to get him to sort of look away for a second um it does sound like things are starting to pick up outside maybe we should just Make another cup of tea if we're going to have to settle in for a bit. Would you just grab that teapot for me? Of course. It does sound like your friends are trying to get in and help you. It, it does. And I know, um, well, you heard all that before. I, well, they were starting to figure some things out, you know, and, um... There are things I share and things I don't. So I have every reason to believe that they they will um, try to uh, 
get back in here, um, even if they don't think anything is wrong. Let me just try to take care of that for a second. And Tammy Jo is going to try. <laughs> she knows Eric has previously warded the house against monsters entering. Mm-hmm. She at this moment is going to mutter, not mutter, just say quietly to herself in her head, Zelda, this is not the way to try to be a hero. You can't be a hero inside this house right now. And she is going to sort of seize hold of the magical wards that Eric put up and invert them so that normal people cannot enter the house. Define normal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, humans, humans, humans. Okay. humans. Which, which, and, and this is, I mean, I'm, I'm intending a use magic role here anyway. Yeah, I think this is bar a place to a specific person yeah. or type of creature. Yeah. And, I mean, we can expand it just to say humans. Sure. Okay. Okay. Eight plus three. It's an 11. Oh, damn. All right. So your magic goes off without a glitch. So I think the wards on the house light up in front of like everybody who can see them, which right now Viren and, and Brock are more preoccupied with what they're doing. But <laughs> Zelda and Jackson would see them and they light up and then they flip around and the house lights up in kind of a greenish light again and then it fades. Uh, would Zelda possibly have an idea of what that was. I would assume so. You you seem the most proficient in magic out of like even most of your family. Yeah. Okay. Or in the theory of it, I should say. Oh, yeah, yeah, lots of book reading. I just I feel like like just under her mouth under under her breath she's like, "Shit. Jackson, you probably already know this, but your aunt is very stubborn." <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm aware. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Um, I don't think we can get into this house now. Um, I mean, I'm sure we could f- figure out a way in. I, okay, we're going to have to think about it, though, because uh, the house doesn't want us to go in now. Your your aunt is very convincing. Okay, we're going to have to figure this out. Uh, we might have to help with this fight here for a bit more, because uh, there is a very a strong and angry chimera over there, and, and he might be our way in. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Let's help out with that. Okay, don't worry. Don't worry. And she's talking to herself, too. Don't worry, Jackson. Everything's going to be okay. We have this under control. It's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. I've, I'm have i an expert at this. I'm not an expert at this, Jackson, but um, I think we're going to be okay. Okay? But also, uh, stay by me because your, your aunt will probably kill me if something happened to you. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm right here with okay. you. Okay. All right. I got this. I don't want to keep you in the dark anymore. So uh, let's uh, saddle up. Let's do this. She'll kind of head over to be able to view the fight a little more and see if there's anything else she can do or if they're just going to wait till Brock finishes it. I don't think that this spell that Zelda did is is going down just yet. But inside, Mr. Friend has already started the tea and he crosses his arms and he says, tell me something, Tammy Joe." What's your motive in all this? What do you have to profit from stopping this from happening? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I 
haven't had a clear view of what's been going on until very recently. You, well, you've been kind of keeping me in the dark. All I've known is there were monsters attacking people and ghosts left and right. People falling into strange sleeps and artifacts going missing. My, well, you know, my primary motivation has always been to to do what I do to perfection. And that has meant making sure that Jupiter Hollow succeeds. And what I've seen up until this point is, well, quite a few things that without my intervention could really damage the reputation of the town and hurt people here. And it's very hard, as you must know, to make beneficial deals, whether real estate or any other sort, when people are operating from a place of fear and panic rather than a place of confidence and understanding. See, that's just an opportunity, though. Fear and panic is actually a great motivator to bring people in. They make a deal that isn't so great for them, and it's great for you. Well, you know, that's never been my approach. We have different styles. That's all right. That's why we've made a good team in the past. True. But it seems our differences are bringing us at odds. Well, you did, if I must remind you, cause somebody dear to me to to be in a car accident. You had to know how I would feel about that. You know me so well. True, but that was a part of the deal I made with Rockwell. He wanted to make sure that you were never around him. And I did that to the best of my abilities. Well, now, why... Why is it that... I mean, if I say so myself, he seems extremely capable and increasingly so. Why why was he worried about my presence? Because you're the only one who can go toe-to-toe with his monster. And... Sure, while he could risk it, he prefer to do this without as many risks as he can. By his monster, you mean that shambling, undead, face-rotten thing? His name is Silas, but yes. Oh, well, yes, I'm sure it is. So tell me this. Now that you know everything and all the chips are on the board, are you going to get in line or... Do we need to renegotiate our terms? I think, I think Tammy Joe picks up a cup of tea and takes a sip to kind of buy herself a little time. <laughs> it <answers. laughs> In the silence, I feel like you hear, like, <laughs> kick his ass, Brock! <laughs> Jackson, check this out, though. We're watching a chimera fight a werewolf. What else are you going to? Get the hose for... Uh, Combat reasons. Yeah, that's uh, why. It's, it's yeah. fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. Bring him down with the hose. I mean, this yeah. is a pretty good fight. <laughs> uh, I, I do think there is, like, the occasional, like, oh, God. Do we want to blip over to Eric and see what he's up to? Yes. Okay. I'm very curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all vote yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Eric. So, Ray, let's. So, shall I initiate plan. Eric. Operation Eric. Okay. Yes. First step in Operation so Eric. Curious. 
hilarious. Is I would like to. Does use magic have a time limit outside of the glitch? I want to say that most of the time it, like I've talked with other keepers and they usually like trying to limit it to like thirty minutes. Okay. And so if you're wanting anything bigger, it would be like. Interesting. Okay, then. Mm, he's not gonna do the thing. He'll do that closer to the time because he has a use magic thing he wants to do. So his first plan. Mm-hmm. So here is here's probably the biggest like pill to swallow. Is it possible to investigate a mystery specifically for the was it Ruby Gaze thing? Not to find it, just to intuit what it could be. Uh, he's not looking for it. He's just trying to do a bit of brain power to work out what it could be. I think you have a move that may be more applicable on your crooked side. Oh, I I do. Yeah, because you're the is it the fixer? Oh shit! Okay. You could probably like use that to get more information on it specifically. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, he'll he'll do that then. <laughs> I love that it was. I think you can crime your way to the answer. I mean, better. I'm all for criming. It was. I love it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's crime. Okay, cool. So I shall roll. Oh, it's not the worst. That is a eight, nine. That's a nine. All right. Remind me what happens on a seven and nine. You know the only person who can do it, but there is a complication. Pick one. You owe them. They screwed you over. You screwed them over. Okay. I know exactly who could help you with this. Awesome. <laughs> it's Deacon. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Where does Deacon live again? He Last you all talked, he said he was in the Baskerville Manor. Okay. How far is the, the Baskerville Manor from where Eric is? Because I don't think he's got a car anymore. They're all left in different locations. He's probably going to have to run. Yeah. I mean, I'd say it's a pretty distant, pretty good distance way. It's like near the outskirts of town, but like right across the street is a convenience store and a subway. Okay. It's a good thing that Eric is known for his athletic prowess, of course. I, I will remind you that, like, you're at Herschel's diner with Herschel, so. Yeah, but I just said, I just said preparing a party for Herschel. I can't then go, by the way, Herschel, can I borrow your car? <laughs> but but you can, you're Eric. And I mean, you do have a crew, too. Yeah. That is also true. Yeah, it wouldn't I, be suspicious. I feel bad using my crew as an Uber, though. Kruber. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's where you draw the line? But, yeah, I was, was going to say, d- does Nye feel bad about that, or does Eric feel bad about neither, that? Neither. Neither do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll... Who should I phone? Mabel? Would Mabel be the most appropriate, I feel? Yeah. Okay. Beep, boop, 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 beep, beep, boop, boop. Bring, bring. Bring, bring. Yes, hello. Hey, Mabel, uh, can you give me a lift, please? I'll compensate you for fuel. You're You're not in jail, are you? Nope, not this time. Okay. I just had to check. No, it, it, it's all good. Uh, I, I've, I've been pretty clean, technically. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm about finished up here, and I will make my way over. Cool. I'll be waiting outside um, Garfunkel's uh, Funko Pop Shop, our direct competitor to the pawn shop. <laughs> I need to make uh, this known. I Nye personally has no interest in Funko Pops, but they are the first thing that come to mind when I think of a dumb store. So, I, I really hope we get sponsored by Funko, and they just like you know. I would love 
like our characters as little Funko Pops. That'd be adorable. What well, what I like is that they'd sponsor us and then they'd be like, oh wow, no. <laughs> we should listen to the podcast first. Uh yeah, uh I'll say about five, ten minutes pass and um Mabel shows up, like, you know, pulls up next to you or Yeah, adjacent. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh I, I need to get to the Baskerville Manor because reasons i gotta speak to a guy there okay yeah how are you <laughs> i'm i've been okay yeah no it's that's, been that's good it's been an interesting couple of weeks mm-hmm. uh, haven't seen you around a lot yeah sorry about that i i need to get the crew together again it's just been hard you know also do you have any painkillers because <laughs> um that's a very odd question Bearing in mind, Eric is only two away from dying. Oh my god! <laughs> just, just sliding oh that under the door. If Deacon wants to take a little bit of pent up aggression out on Eric, it might not end well for Eric. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> she says, "Yeah, in my purse, darling. Just you know, be careful with it." Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, okay, I'm feeling a bit better now. I really should have had them with water, but it's fine. No, there are plenty of people who could dry swallow like that. That's just an impressive skill. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry about not talking to you guys much. As I said, it's just been difficult keeping in contact, especially with all the situations that I've got myself into. But, yeah, there's not a really good excuse, honestly. <laughs> well, you know, we're we're all pretty talented in getting you out of situations, right? That's... That's the whole point of having a crew. It's a family to look out for you. I, I, kn- I know. It's uh, uh, kind of been hard accepting that fact, I guess. It's uh, not always been the most inviting word, family. So uh, it was, it was kind of hard to, to come to terms with that. But uh, some folks have helped me out. So, you know. I understand. We can go rob somewhere after this. Not after this. I mean, after all of the stuff. Or not. We can just go bowling if you want. I do love to go bowling, but, you know, there is that vault that we've been talking about and not done anything. Yeah, I know. I'll get around to it. It's it's on the to-do list. I just, it's kind of been putting one fire out after another, you know? Sometimes literally. Believe me, I know. And she she pulls into the driveway for the Baskerville Manor. I mean, you can come in if you want, but uh, I'm I'm just gonna bother this guy for help. Okay, what kind of conversation is it? Ah, uh, it's a conversation about finding something or what a thing is. But he doesn't like me much. This is the same guy that like flips me off for the table and was like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, can, yeah." So she reaches into her back seat and. Just grabs her shotgun. I came prepared. That's good. That's good. Okay. I don't think we'll need it. Hopefully. Probably. Well, better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. That's true. Okay, yeah. So we'll we'll head out and head over to the Baskerville place. Deekster! Yo! Deacon! 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 Dun, 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 dun. Deacon! Deacon! Uh, the door opens and Deacon's just standing there. Hey, Deacon. Uh, so, can I get some help with something? What do you need? You know that stuff in the poem? Yeah. Yeah, what, what, what is that stuff? Like, what does it look like? 
Specifically the ruby gaze thing. Why do you want to know that? Because I have a plan. I'm calling it Operation Eric. Deacon, like, gives you a hard stare and says, I'm going to need a little more information than that. So you know that dude who's been, like, messing up Zelda? Yeah. Yeah, so that dude is called Rockwell, and I think they, like, work together. So my plan is I'm going to phone him as if I have the ruby gaze to get him into a location so that Zelda can take him out. That is three quarters of the... No, that's math. Uh, That is one-fifth of the plan. There are many layers to this plan. I'm in. Awesome. So, yeah, what, what does the ruby gaze look like? The ruby gaze is two rubies with elder catching on them. Okay. Hmm. They look like eyes. Perfect. Okay, that makes sense. Out of context. No, 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 out of context. Out of curiosity. Do you know where they are? Because actually having them probably would make things easier, but not having them is also okay. I can work with not having them. Uh, roll manipulate someone. Eleven. Deacon gives you a hard stare and he nods and he says, yeah, I'm the one who hid them. Oh, well, that makes things so much easier. I, I hid all of the artifacts. And oh, dude, oh. that would have been really useful fucking information to have literally less than 24 <laughs> hours ago. What the fuck, man? It's my job to protect them. Was my job not getting stabbed by a ghost pirate? I mean, I didn't get stabbed, but someone else took that for me. Wait, you have the golden face? No, because it's not there. Fucking pirate lied to us, as pirates are wanting to do. Mabel's like, ghost pirate? Yeah, sorry, Mabel. We'll we'll get a coffee <laughs> together as a group and at Herschel's or something, and then we'll sort out. Uh, okay. And Deacon closes the door behind him as he like steps out of his manor, and he says, then we need to get to the statue. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Uh, Maple, you cool driving this guy? I know the pair of you haven't always seen shotgun battle to head very often. And she, like, looks Deacon over and she says, you promised to keep your hands to yourself? And Deacon's like, I mean, I'm I'm not going to go after either one of you. Like, gives him, like, another, like, stare down. She's like, all right. Cool, let's go to this statue. I'm going to also need to plan the other parts in my head. Okay, did Dagger give me a phone number? Uh, I want to say yes. I feel like I, he I did give us some kind of contact information. It was. This yeah. is where like a, a, a super fan would be like, actually, in episode two, <laughs> that didn't happen. And uh, we'll just be like, ah, it's all good, man. Uh, I, so, I think it's episode three, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ray couldn't help it. I'm sorry. He okay. is the super fan. Don't worry about it. One of us has got to be the super fan. Right. So, one of us has to actually listen to our show. Okay. So, beep, boop, 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 boop. sorry, I'm taking a call in the car just for for sake of these guys. Uh, don't worry. Anything I say is totally not uh, a hazard. Hello, is this Dagger? Yeah, this is Dagger. Okay. Can you put me onto your boss? I'm not allowed in there right now. Oh, can you just slide the phone under the door or something, or press it up against the door or whatever? You hear there's like shuffling and then there's like the sound of a door opening and 
This is Mia. Hi, Mia. I know where your blood is, and I can hook you up with that stuff if you want. Who has my blood? So, remember, I, I told you this. You're very forgetful sometimes. It's Silas and and um, the other guy, Rockwell. Well, we didn't know about the Rockwell thing, but now you know about the Rockwell thing. Rockwell? Yeah. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait. Before you say anything, he's not as big a dweeb as we all thought. He's actually a mastermind. But He's a very dangerous man. Okay. That's a fair argument to make. I can hook you up with finding him and your blood, but, but you got to promise you're only going to go there at the designated time. I cannot have people going all murder spree. Roll manipulate someone. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's two sixes. <laughs> so that's a total of like 15, uh, 14. 14. Oh, okay. I am so, I'm getting so lucky. I, I can't wait for when everything goes wrong and I die. You promise he'll be there? I promise on whatever constitutes a soul for me. Okay. Okay. But if you're wrong about this... Yeah, I know. You'll drink all my blood until I'm basically an empty Capri son. You know, whenever you say it, it kind of steals my thunder. It does. I have a very powerful effect of stealing other people's thunder. Okay, bye-bye. Remember to RSVP. Boop. Okay. Why are you looking at me like that, guys? This is all going to plan, mostly. You're playing a very dangerous game. Hey, I am the most dangerous game. I've not been hunted by a, a rich guy recently, so... Ray appreciates that reference. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll just drive over to the statue. And I think we should flash back over to Tammy Joe. <laughs> cool. I've definitely got everything figured out now. <laughs> I mean, oh no, the fight has to go on longer. Zelda's okay yeah. with that. <laughs> like it's, It is a weight she's willing to carry. I have a question, and I feel like I already know the answer. Is Zelda a furry? Oh, it's a good question. You know, here's the thing. I don't think she'd use the term because she's probably seeing it from a monster angle. But she has, like, looked at monsters a lot. And she does have rankings about, like, if things were different. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will also say, like... I feel like if you fight monsters for long enough, you are going to create a weird, like... <laughs> like, if you've been fighting monsters since you were a kid, you're going to have weird feelings about them. Yeah, that's her childhood. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does she have sketches in her books? You can't see yeah, them. Don't, don't ever find out about the kind of <laughs> situations your dad got into. Honey, it was one time she was a siren. It, it was not what you think. <laughs> it's a grand Wardwell family tradition. <laughs> <laughs> He was he was half fish, so technically I, I that that wasn't I'm not into fish. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I'm just yeah, I'm just stalling more. <laughs> Tammy Joe at this point has taken several long, slow sips. Tammy Joe actually sort of smiles. A little bit and says, well, I'm always up for at least discussing a renegotiation, but one never goes into such things without knowing what terms are on the table. 
we've had a very particular, well, I'd like to think of partnership for a while now. And, well, you know what they say, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. It does rather seem to me that you already changed the terms of our deal without discussing them with me. There were other people brought in that have certainly affected my ability to do my job. Dr. Rockwell being one, Viren being another. You placed him under me to learn, but I found out pretty quickly that he was still mostly working directly for you, and I have to say that I felt a bit undermined, to put it frankly. So I think no matter what we do going forward, we need some sort of renegotiation here. In their defense, Rockwell and Viren made a deal of their own outside of ours. Well, certainly. You just seem to be the most logical choice to teach Viren the robes, but in the end, he made the deal with me. Now, here is the new deal that I propose to you. I propose immunity for you and yours. And all future dealings, I will make sure that there is a clause to keep you and your family out of things. But what I'm going to need is, and he pats the skull, I'm going to need this skull. I'm going to need you to get back in line. And I'm going to need Jackson's soul. What better way to ensure that I don't break our deal than to have him under my thrall as well? I do protect my own, and you certainly know that. A sort of keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. I wouldn't think of it like that. I just think of it as, you know, making sure we're all on the same team, all on the same page. A very interesting proposal. What Tammy Joe can tell from this offer is basically that Arnold Friend has not been paying quite as close attention to her recently as he used to. Because this deal is a deal that the Tammy Joe he first met would take. Protect her own, keep the people I love out of it, let her keep succeeding. But it's not really in line with how she's been evolving recently. And probably that's just, he's working on this big plan, he's distracted. So she just files that away. Now, those are very interesting terms. She takes another sip of tea. There is, I suppose, one thing in your proposal that causes me a little confusion. And what's that? How could I sign over Jackson's soul for him? I think we both know that if his auntie tells him to do it, he'll do it. You convince him to join, all this trouble goes away. And isn't that what we want? Indeed. So he also has no idea how stubborn Jackson is. Interesting. For <laughs> <laughs> like an immortal being, this guy is like a little distracted, I feel like. <laughs> he spread himself way too thin. As, as I've said, he's definitely middle management evil. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. he definitely oh, yeah. is like, I have all these plans. It's like, are you actually going to 
do anything though? N- no. <laughs> I love Tammy's like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. Tammy's file grows large. <laughs> this is a not something Tammy Joe is sort of asking. Like Tammy Joe would already know this, but when Arnold Friend talks about possessing someone's soul, I mean, what what we what we've been playing with is you know, he has he has a certain amount of influence over them and they get you know, they get some power and, and do do little things for him. What, if anything, does it mean in is this a like I will possess your soul after your death and you sort of burn in fiery torment forever sort of situation? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the same deal he's offered he offered you. Okay. Damien Joe, I think, like, was not reading the fine print that day or something. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a very interesting proposal. Of course, the alternative is we could just end things here and now. Void our contract? Is that what you're proposing? Precisely. No protections for me or my family in that instance, I would take it. None whatsoever. I see. In that case, would it not, well, would it not be easier for you to do it that way? It would be, but we could say I'm sentimental. I think we both know that I can't throw away everything I've built here like that. That's the wager, isn't it? Safety or chaos? You can see what you want about our agreement, but in the end... To have security that I can ensure is going to come at a cost. Of course. I have seen the kinds of things that chaos can do to a place, can do to people. That's not what I want for Jupiter Hollow. It's not what I want for my family or for myself. I accept the terms of our proposed new deal. So you get back in line and you'll give me the skull. And you'll get me Jackson's soul. I will talk to Jackson. I can make no promises, but as you said, he is easy to influence. And he is, unless I'm very much mistaken, outside the house now. So perhaps we go ahead and see if we can take care of this all together now. All right. But his soul or the deal is over. Understood. And I think with that, they're going to go to the door. And as the door opens, the barrier around Viren breaks. And he, like, leaps to go after Brock. And Mr. Friend just, like, kind of, like, gives a whistle. Like, and Viren stops. And Brock's eyes, all four of them, Look to Mr. Friend, and he sees the skull. All right. In that moment, Tammy Joe is going to drop her wards around the house. Okay. Oh, God, Brock's going to be a problem, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this might be a... This, this, this is definitely a very silly question. Okay. Do, do, do the others of Brock's heads share a language with me? <laughs> Do the, do the animal heads speak English? Yes. He's only got two heads. He's got a lion head and he's got a 
Okay. Ramhead, and okay. they've both been speaking English, so yeah. The snakehead is just a no wait. Oh yeah, I forgot about the snakehead. Yeah, but that that that's a butthead. So yeah, <laughs> Eric just definitely does not bra- forget that head. <laughs> this broad butthead speaking. Butthead. But what what I like about that is they they all speak English, but they all do it in like animal voices. So like the goat's like yes, hello, and then the snake's just like yes, hello. And the lion's just like, I'm a lion. <laughs> to answer your question, the snakehead doesn't speak English. Okay. Interesting. I can't believe I forgot about the butthead. <laughs> so, one of the use magic effects is communicate with something you don't share a language with. Okay. Are you going to use magic to talk to his butt? This is what the entire show has been leading up to. <laughs> yes. Just, just one Ace Ventura joke. <laughs> the title of this is just Tammy talks to a butt. <laughs> <laughs> I need to ask you something. Oh, God. God. <laughs> In this sort of moment of some degree of chaos, it's like the fight is ending and like Zelda... Jackson see Arnold friend and Brock sees the skull. Um, Tammy Joe is going to try to communicate. Basically, what she is trying to to do is communicate with Brock via his via yeah without without like in a way that everybody else is hearing. You you just make okay. raspberry noises. We'll see if it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's see how this goes. I don't know. God, all right. I don't know. Do I get a plus one on basically be, because one of the things I was learning from the read a bad situation last time was basically he's sort of vain and too dedicated to Tammy Joe and has kind of overplayed his hand there. Unlike trying to double cross him, does that count for the plus a plus one? I don't think so. Okay. I am just I am just rolling magic then. All right, roll for parcel tongue. <laughs> parcel tongue. <laughs> okay, six plus three, nine. Six plus three. Okay. <laughs> the joke helped. <laughs> <laughs> On a seven to nine, it works, but there's a glitch. Um, short duration. Okay. Short duration for sure. She just wants to communicate this one thing. <laughs> okay. Turns and tries to sort of stare into this whipping tail snake eyes and just sort of hisses under her breath. And what she says is, must get Skull back into the basement. Roll manipulate someone. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's it's still... Yeah, like, no, it's... no, that's, 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 yep, absolutely. <laughs> Seven. They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. All right. I mean, basically what Brock needs to know is that we're still on the same side. Basically. Yeah. Can Tammy Jo... Can she step back into the house and open the basement door? Is that enough? I don't know if Mr. Friend would let you... Okay. Uh, I have a question. 
Just just a thing because yeah. like Zelda sees this mm-hmm. happening, right? Yeah. So a friend has that skull outside mm-hmm. the house, and she saw the wards drop. Yep. She kind of wants to try to do one thing beyond human limitations, and she's willing to. I'm willing to use a luck point to do it. Okay. I'm gonna describe. I'm gonna explain. I want to see can she move faster than anyone would expect. Because her plan would be to grab that skull and run right to the basement. Because she has access, right? She's one of the people who can access the basement, and she knows that. Yeah, she's a normal human. So, like, anybody can get in there. That's a normal human. Well, I just mean, like, particularly our oubliette. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. Her plan would be to grab the skull as faster than anyone would expect, especially with her clunky boots, Mm -hmm. and just hit to the basement, close the door, and just stay there. Before anyone suspects anything, because no one seems to be paying much attention to her right now. Yeah. Also, that way it's out of Tammy's hands. Mm-hmm. So Tammy didn't double cross him. Not that she knows, oh. but she also she sees a friend and, you know, she doesn't. If she can take the heat, she'd rather than Tammy. Yeah, that's fair. So can I use a luck point? <laughs> if you're using a luck point for it that you've got. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think she's used a lot. She's used one. So now she's okay. got another. There you go. Now she's used two. Okay. So Zelda is seeing a lot go down right now. Mm-hmm. She saw like a friend come on. This is this is the second time she's seen him, I believe. Because she saw him before at the fun house. So she knows that's him. Mm-hmm. She yeah. sees the skull. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she sees Tammy's face. She's been seeing Tammy both through the window and now. And I think she's a little, she's like, she's not sure what's going on there. Mm-hmm. But she knows she'll, she can protect Jackson, and she knows we have to keep the skull safe. She knows that these artifacts, she knows that Arnold Friend wants them after Rockwell's done. So it's no good. So she kind of, like, starts digging her toes into the ground. And she's watching to see if anyone's even looking at her, because she's really good at not being seen. She does have the often overlooked move. Yeah. So I feel like this is a variation on, like, it's not actually the move, but it's that idea of, like, no one pays a whole lot of attention to her. And then all of a sudden, she just, like, sees where the skull is, does almost math in her head what's the quickest way to do that. And she just, like, all of a sudden, cartoon-wise, just, like, wills it and maybe sparkles a little. She'd rather not. And she just, like, bolts forward, does almost, like, that football move of just grabs the skull, turns around, does a turtle turn around (laughs) so he can't even get it, and shoots down the stairs into the, opens the basement door, slams it shut, and then just kind of goes up against it, holding the skull, the door completely shut, just going, oh, I wonder if that was, I wonder if that was really smart or really stupid. I wonder if that was really smart or really stupid. Okay, well, someone will come down here eventually and tell me. (laughs) Knowing that Tammy will protect Jackson. So it's almost like a tag. Yeah, yeah. So that happens almost unperceptibly. As fast as she can, as fast as that magic can make her. <laughs> it, it's the quicksilver scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she, she just like takes his little hanky and scoots it out so it's just not perfect. <laughs> Take oh, this. Wow. <laughs> if she had time, she would. But her main focus is getting that thing out into the basement. Incredible. <laughs> I was, I, I was basically hoping that Brock would do exactly that. <laughs> yeah. I got this. <laughs> I don't think she understands what Tammy's doing hissing. That's fine. <laughs> oh no. T- T- Tammy's so stressed out. She turned into a snake. Basically. Oh no. So Mr. Friend turns his head as Zelda like goes back into the house and he looks at Tammy Joe and like 
his eyes are ablaze. Like the skin from around his eyes is actually like peeling back to the bone. And he's like, tell her to give me back that skull. (laughs) What reaction is Brock having right now? Brock is watching as this goes down. Like, I think he's just as taken back that Zelda did it. And make a look roll for me. Okay. See, that's that is 2d6 plus plus whatever luck you have remaining. Is that yes, right? it's the luck you have remaining divided by two. Divided by two. Round down. Okay, so plus two. <sighs> Six plus two plus two is ten. Okay. So Brock is going to charge forward. And he's with his lion mouth, he's going to try to grab Mr. Friend and pick him up. I <laughs> put all of my dice away. Uh-oh, I see. Yeah, no, I didn't think about this, but let's give it a shot. Let's, let's see how this pans out. It's just like that Loki scene from Marvel. I am a god. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Gator Loki. It's my favorite Loki. (laughs) They don't even know if he's a Loki. Just what happens to Ape Friend. (laughs) Just like, what do you think you can do, puny manta? Oh, God. Oh, you're biting me. Oh, oh, you have three heads and you're biting me. Oh, God. (laughs) So he goes in with this lion head to bite, and Mr. Friend snaps his fingers and. The ground spikes up and stabs through Brock's goat head. (gasps) And Brock's body goes limp. Oh, no. I have rolled snake eyes. No pun intended. Oh, boy. Is that something I could use protect someone on? If you want to try, yeah. Well, while you think, can we text in the oubliette? (laughs) I'm not texting Tammy. Yeah, I, I think you can. I think because here here's my thought. She's trying to keep Eric updated. <laughs> She's just gonna be like in Oubliette with Skull. It's bad over here. <laughs> a friend almost got it, but I got it. I'm so fast. I got it. Also, I'm not opening the door for anybody. Cat winky face. I know it's definitely Eric responding. Uh, okay. Um, keep on keeping on. Maybe don't come over here right now. Thumbs up with a with a lettuce symbol. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, sure. Stay cool, like an iceberg lettuce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, um, okay, Eric. <laughs> Don't you dare suggest that that's not what all the kids will be saying when this episode comes out. Yeah, man, I'm as cool as an iceberg <laughs> lettuce. I think she sends up a thumbs up and a crying face and then puts the phone away. <laughs> So, Tammy Joe, are you rolling to protect someone? <laughs> I wasted as much time as I could, Tammy. <laughs> yeah. I think she, like, has that impulse for a second and even, like, starts to move towards Brock and then realizes if she sacrifices herself, it's just Jackson and three monsters. Mm-hmm. And she can't let that happen so she steps back and lets it happen speaking of whenever brock takes this hit you hear jackson screaming and 
he runs at Mr. Friend, and he's got, like, a, a tree branch. Oh, no, Jackson, you dumbass. <laughs> With all the love in the world, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, if you die, doesn't your soul leave the body? So it's not like a friend could... Now that I think about it, a friend could just really <laughs> badly hurt him. God! Oh, oh my God. yeah. Um, hey, thanks for the ideas. Well, I was about I was about to say it. Unless he like kills Jackson and then goes over him like <laughs> like soup, trying to soak up the the soul as it leaves the body, which would be very embarrassing. He's got to make a watch. deal. Yeah, he's got to make that deal. Oh, Jackson, what what the hell can I do now? I mean, you if you want to stop him, you can roll attack or act under pressure or protect someone. Especially, you could protect someone for a friend. I mean, that does kind of sell it, doesn't it? does. And it's just a tree branch. What's the worst they could do? Yeah. That's what Tammy Joe is going to do. She is going to... And she's she's using Never Again, which is, like, incredibly ironic. Um, so she doesn't, she doesn't have to roll. Mm-hmm. She just steps between Jackson and Mr. Friend and puts up her hand to catch this branch. So it's as though she's rolled a 10, but she cannot choose to suffer little harm. Okay. And she's going she's gonna to hold the enemy back. I mean, the enemy, the enemy in this case being Jackson. She is taking the damage from the branch and holding Jackson back from getting at Arnold Friend. Uh, yeah, I think the branch would only do one harm. Okay. But if you stop him, he's like looking at you in shock. And he's like, Auntie, Why? Um, I'm just notice, noting that I am now unstable. Am I going to get a TPK soon? <laughs> this has just been an incredibly, incredibly, incredibly long day, Ray. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. I was going to go heal up in my haven, and then my ex-husband the turned out to be a demon, and, and now we're here. <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> everything, everything was so under control. Yes, everything's been so under control. That's that is the motto of season two. Everything is fine. It's under control. Ish. Just put ish at the end. It's fine. Can we have the meme of the little the little this is fine dog um <laughs> among the flames, only it's Eric's head on it and just like his <laughs> warehouse burning behind him. Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> this is fine. Oh, that's I need that. Right, Tammy Jo is gonna do two things here. She's going to use magic again. Okay. To try to trap a specific person, minion, or monster. Okay. Who are we trapping? She's going to try to hold Arnold Friend still just for a second. Okay. And as she casts that, she's gonna look Jackson in the eyes and say Get to the basement with Zelda. Um, okay, I'm going to need two rolls from you. Okay. Use magic and manipulate someone. I feel like I'm going to use at least one luck point on doing this. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. Tonight's the night. Seven plus three is ten. Hell yeah. Uh. How does it look? I think it's, I mean, this is, 
this is in some ways Arnold Friend's own magic, like mm-hmm. bumping up against him, right? And I think I think she can feel even doing this that that it's not going to hold, mm-hmm. that she can't do this for very long. So it's the same like green sparkling sort of. She's she's not like pulling. She's not like convincing the ground to sort of take hold of him the way she usually does with this. I think it's it's more like the wards she puts up. It's just like a sparkling green mm-hmm. ward of the air around him for a moment. Okay. And you can see it's like sort of sparking, like sparkling and fizzling sort of against him. Yeah, yeah. As he's you know resisting, trying to get out. And then I will roll to manipulate someone. Eleven. Ant power. The <laughs> power of being an ant. So for 10 plus on manipulate says, uh, they'll do it for the reason you gave them. If you ask too much, they'll tell you the minimum it would take for them to do it. Jackson looks at his aunt and he says, not without you. <laughs> All right. If that's what it takes, Timmy Joe's going with them. Okay. She pushes him ahead of her, though. <laughs> yeah. He's going down first. Absolutely. So as you retreat back into the house, Viren tries to go through the door and very destructively tears into the front of the house. So as you're going into this house, he's breaking his way in. And you get to the basement door and there is a weight against it. It's Zelda. Oh. Hello? Hello, hello? Hello? Zelda, let us in. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, Jack, Jackson, where, where, where were we? Where, uh, where were you an hour ago? Uh, I was at the Midnighters. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. It's oh. you. I should open the door. <laughs> good. That's a really smart. That's really good. That's yeah. really smart, yes. <laughs> it's. I, I should have, like, made you, like, you know, do act under pressure or something, but no, that's that's clever. Let's. Okay. <laughs> that's Zelda being Zelda. Always a little paranoid. So, yeah, you go in, and Tammy Joe, you can hear on the other side of the door just things getting ripped and torn, but, like, the door's still standing. And then it gets quiet, and you hear that familiar voice in your head. We'll see each other again soon. And suddenly, you feel, like, the confidence and the control and the charisma from your powers leaving your body. And next time on $2 Creature Feature, we'll find out what your new playbook is. (laughs) (laughs) Tammy Jo is an incredible aunt. She is. She is.
It just looks like Laura's having a real deep think because we can't hear it. So it's just like, you're just like staring. No. Oh, oh, okay. It's fine. This is how nature works. Oh my God. They're throwing fire hydrants at each other. What? God. If you need Pony more time, by I Genuine can... comes on. No, it's. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> 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 Ray, you realize if you if if nothing changes soon, Megan and I are just gonna keep like thirst trapped in these. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting hotter and hotter yeah. out there. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I'm not against it. Um, yeah, you're gonna lose Megan's. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Turn a fan on. Um, Damn. 